Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Your host, Finn. Your host, Adler. Hey, hey, hey. Today. We're super excited. We're brought to you guys by The Best Brew Coffee. Today on this episode, we're super excited. We got some thought-provoking stuff happening right here at The Best You Nation, TBYN. So before we get started, obviously, we, want, we hope that you guys have had a time and a chance to check out our Instagram page. Follow us there. Definitely check it out. It's definitely worth a look. And we have the website up and running. And we have a whole bunch of goodies coming up. Plus, we are reaching our 100th episode. Yep. And I want to say in about nine. So this Not, will be 91. So yeah. we have about nine more episodes. So if you guys are tuning in weekly with us, you guys are staying here with the countdown. Yep. Joining Adler and I on this podcast, you guys are going to find that by the 100th episode, which should be close to our birthday. We'll have a Adler, nice little raffle. That's what I say. What do we got going on? So we'll have a nice little raffle um, pretty much for... Anybody who wants to partake, um, we're going to uh, post it on our Instagram page in so the make story. Make sure to follow. Make so sure you definitely follow the best hit, Follow, hit like, and tune into our stories for the raffle question. I'm not going to divulge it now, but we're going to kind of just keep a little mystery. It could be um, a question on just about anything. It could be about us. It could be on... Something what, from one of our episodes. Who we knows? It just really, at this point... Um, we just want to make sure that we're getting the message out there. And as a prize, we have a nice little mystery prize for the winner here at the Best You Nation. That's so. right. If you guys are staying tuned with us on our podcast as well as our Instagram, and of course, you know, we, we hope that you guys are following along, but create some buzz, share with your friends, share with your family. It's this time of year right now, Adler. You know, we're, we're, we're heading into. There's the, a lot of holidays between the fall now, season, winter season. Slash winter. We're going yeah. into the whole transition. So mm-hmm. um, with that being said, Adler, before we get going, how are you doing today, man? How, how, how are you? How is life treating you at this very current moment? Uh, life is well, man. Uh, it's just been, uh, you know, things have just been moving with, with us and what we have planned and what we have in mind. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> also, it's uh, super important to... Uh, just like continue growing and in my own personal growth um i've kind of and i i, I don't mind a lot of things i kind of keep tight to the vest because i don't really like to divulge like all my plans to everybody because i don't really need the energy um that they feed off of like whether it's good or bad you know i just kind of just focus on my own thing but i'm really excited about this i, I i'm tr- taking some courses on public speaking and trying to learn the elements the nuances of how to engage a crowd, how to get people like, you know, to really just dive in, to really want to like hone in and to even influence and motivate and like using the power of words and thoughts. So um, that's um, actually starting up and I'm really excited about that. Plus, and this is super important, it was my dad's birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, that's He just had a birthday. So we were able to, um, you know, have dinner, spend some time together. It was, it was was a good time, man. Like um, we're, we're blessed, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much like my life in a nutshell. Um, how about yourself? I'm, dude, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm, I'm, classes. Like, I'm classes, just, classes. I'm just living life. I'm enjoying this cooler weather. Uh, it's supposed to warm up again, but I'm enjoying this cooler weather. Lots of studying as a final, you know, finaling up on my school, uh, for this semester. Uh, Christmas is around the corner. 
I feel like uh, I always neglect Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is, you know, it's a good time of year. I love watching football, hanging out with the fam, eating good food and stuff. But Christmas time is really my favorite. And uh, it's cooler. You're going to be able to just enjoy that, what we call winter in Florida, so to speak. We need to have a poll. I need to, because to me, Thanksgiving is the better holiday. I don't know. But I don't know. I like Christmas. I mean, we'll 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 definitely post that on the page. Um, if <laughs> if you want, give give us your two cents. We're gonna say which one's your your favorite your holiday favorite and Thanksgiving. why. Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. or Christmas and why. But besides yeah. that, I'm doing great, man. Um, I have been doing a lot of, like you said, you know, I keep a couple things to my best. Unfortunately, I'm a little bit more vocal than you, so I I tend to find myself. Uh, going out there and letting almost like it's Fox News, CNN or ABC News at night or whatever so it's like I pretty much broadcast but it's it's for the right reasons obviously with what I'm doing with my digital marketing mm-hmm. uh, which is booming I already have three clients lined up that are wanting work and nice, I have nice, goals nice. I have plans and also recently got back into the stock market but Woo. that's a welcome back Finn. yeah i'm back after making a mistake and losing i don't know some really 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 good opportunities in the beginning it's, of the year because i it's, not a, it's not a mistake do. man it's not a mistake it's, now you it's, learn. it's a lesson you know it's a it's a lesson now you learn and so we're going to rectify it you know up and coming now that's right so with that being said like i mean dude what are we going to be going into today i feel like we have such we've had such a streak and such a stream of like cognitive conversations we've had conversations that are thought provoking and and we've been really kind of talking about mindset and i think one of the things and i know i, I know i kind of threw you the question like what are we going into today um i think i want to start this off with a question have you ever felt in your life where somebody or someone or individuals had some kind of uh they shunned you for who you are because you go against the norm. I remember you had gone on a travel assignment, starting your travel assignments, and you had asked me, you've asked a lot of your friends, you know, what you thought about me traveling. And a lot of people, and including myself, even thought that it was not the greatest idea because there's a big old question mark on the other side. So I want to start this off and kind of get things rolling. I want the fire start, you know, get the fire starting here. Um, no marshmallow stick. No, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> I want to start off with asking that question. In your life, have you ever experienced um, that 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 feeling where someone has looked at you sideways, saying, "Oh, yeah, you're going to do that. That's not the norm. That's not what society would be approving, accepting of, or your friends are not accepting of." Is there something that you can can relate to? And, you know, just to kind of get this conversation rolling, I think we're behind the eight ball. Let's get this thing going. So, um, the first thing that we got on here and did was say hi and then kind of go into like what's going on in our lives. And I kind of brought it up where it was just like, all right, there's a lot of things I keep close to the vest. And the reason why I keep things close to the vest because I don't want to exchange anybody's negative energy for my positive, aspiring energy, right? right. Mm-hmm. And that kind of ties into it. It's like, you know, understanding that, I guess, your peers, the people that you, you either work with, associate with, your friends, your family, whatever, you, there's certain things you just don't let them in on. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think that you should be able to share things but all things, I think that you you're, you have to sometimes keep certain things close to the best, just because it's such a sensitive topic. It's like it's like your your 
your baby. Like, this is like, whenever you have a newborn, right? For the first month of the, the newborn's life, you try, you try to stay as close to home as possible because, you know, the baby needs to, you know, gain their strength, build up their immunity, get their shots. Um, you know, they changing diapers consistently, food, like, has to be given, like, on, like, an every hour on the hour. And it. it's, it's, it's a lot of yeah. attention that's required for that. And that's kind of like when I have like a, a secret dream or whatever, it's my baby. I'm protecting it at all costs. I'm, I'm nurturing and I'm doing whatever I have to do in order to keep it quiet and as, to allow it to grow. And once it's grown strong enough and it's bigger, then I can introduce it to the world and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm, I'm planning on doing. And large 90, 90% of the time, whenever I divulge an idea or a thought, it's already been planned out for weeks and weeks, maybe even months, if not like years in advance. So it's not like just some like random like, oh, okay, hey, you know, Adler's gonna be a nurse. Nah, man, I researched everything before I, I decided to go into nursing. You know, I researched a lot of uh, different travel agencies before I got into traveling. You know, I've, I, I've done a lot of homework prior to making my decision. So like even like, you know, it, I was telling you how like, you know, in the stock market, you made your you made a um, mistake that gave that taught you a lesson, a very valuable lesson. Absolutely. And I've made those in my life where I've divulged energy or not energy, divulged information or dreams too early. And I learned from that. And I from now I don't necessarily try to seek the approval of peers, but when you're younger you're constantly trying to get, like, fit in. Like, that's the only thing. So I can, and I, and I, I want to segue on something on that because two things. Number one, the first thing that popped in my mind when you said the whole, like, you don't want everybody indulging everything out, throwing everything out there. There's a, there's a very common company that we know about that we're both invested in, but also that we use their product is, is Apple. Apple has a lot of times already has their product like the iphone 13 for example has probably already been in the making two or three years ago of course yeah they're always ahead it's funny because we always talk about samsung cameras versus apple cameras and we're always like well why is samsung better and samsung historically has been better giving them the credit historically has been better than apple with cameras now apple just launched their new iphone 13 their pro line is phenomenal and they actually have did an upgrade on their camera. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to be Samsung. They know Samsung's feature is the camera, or at least their OLED screen and whatnot. That's number one. So it's Apple doesn't necessarily throw out everything. They kind of give you tidbits so that you can be like, oh, on your toes, bread what's comes. next, what's coming next, what's coming next, until you get the entire loaf of bread. Second thought is coming around to the thought process of the whole idea of people and our peers having such a large influence in our life. I'm not calling you old, but I feel like I can relate to the transition a little bit more because I Mm -hmm. just felt like I went through this. And it's been some time since you've been 23 years old. But I feel like just a couple years ago, I felt like I was very, very influenced by people around me. Because I was, like you had mentioned, the whole younger mindset. We have this, we need the security. You know, we, we get out at 18 years old, you're nervous, you're scared, you're, that's the kind of the mindset you have until you're really in a, in a stable place. And so, like, for me personally, I, I can be honest, I, I just remember a few years ago, what I'm doing today, what I'm doing now, and I'll, I'll talk about it, my book, 
and digital marketing. Those are two big projects that I spend a lot of time doing. And I bring up the book a lot because the book is a prime example. Digital marketing in my, you know, what I do with my work is also another prime example. But I had a lot of people tell me, don't do it. You're wasting your time. Focus on school. Do what everybody else says. The norm is what? Going, get out of high school, go to college, live the life, make friends, get in relationships, do this, blah, 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 the whole shabam. And then you just realize how much time you wasted because you spent all your money on alcohol. You spend your time at parties. And it's like, that's the norm. That's what society says you should be doing. College, college parties, <clears throat> frat groups, and this, and sororities. It's like, all these things are the norm. But I realized when I kept looking back on what I'm doing with my book, I was like, Adler, my book isn't being done. I said two years ago I wanted to publish my book, didn't get it done because I kept being influenced by people around me. So, again, I'm not calling you old. That's not what I'm trying to say here. No I just, I feel like... No, no offense taken, no offense. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I was just there. No. I feel like I was just there dealing with people saying, oh, you're right, you're 21 years old. What do you know about life? You're writing a book. Great. Good job. So I think that it comes back in full circle, understanding like even right now today, this year has been a freaking huge year for success. I mean, talk about delivering on my message. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to publish my book in the fall of 2021. What have I done? I did that. Come full circle, I remember a couple years ago, people were telling me don't do digital marketing. I won't say specific names, but I had a lot of people who told me don't do it. You're wasting time. You're focusing on medicine. Practice medicine. Become an EMT. Go get your nursing. And don't worry about digital marketing. It's a, it's a distraction for you. It's this, it's that. And of course, what did I do? Take a guess what I did. You, you went to digital marketing. No, I didn't. I you, you totally didn't opposite. I listened to them and I didn't neglected yes. my craft, the but skill that I have that I'm actually good. You know, ultimately, you're, you're trying to get into the space anyway. I'm taking the word try out of there. Oh, I'm sorry. It's my fault. You I'm are in the space. space. Because here, I'm gonna, actually, let's try this. Put your hand on the table. Yeah. Try to lift your hand off the table. No, you did. There's a difference. You didn't try. You just lifted your hand off the table. Trying and doing is two different things. True. And a lot of times we set ourselves in, on, a, on a lower pedestal, right? We put ourselves below the median line. And the reason why we do that is because the space that fills between above the median and above the to the to the superior that space between us the median and the median line to the to the level of success we use that space between ourselves and that line for others other opinions others thoughts and others thought processes to get us to what we call success or the quote unquote norm so here's my question for you if we're getting shunned, ridiculed for doing what we're doing because we're doing things our own way, whose life are we really living? What are they? Are we living our life or are we living other people's well, lives? And so, and, and this is this is uh, when and you're right. Like you're when you're going based off, you're living your life based off of what other people suggest or what your peers think. Then you're not really living. You're just basically a puppet. That's honestly what you are, and it, it's it, that's super powerful because it's like um, when when you actually think about it, um, you're not living the life that you were meant to live. You're not living the life that God you know, intended for you to live. You're not living a life that's fulfilled. You're not living the, you're living, your life to be the best. The best you. you. Yeah. yeah, you're living a life that is 
you know, what people believe you can do. And like I always say this, like, you know, people have perceptions of what you can and cannot accomplish based mm -hmm. off of what they've seen. And the mistake about that thought process is thinking that I will remain the same and I will not improve and I will not change. And what you see and what you've seen in the past is all that is like there for me. And I, I, I rebuke that like adamantly like that's something that I like there's no such thing as limit unless I place it there and so like when you're younger you you fall into the pitfalls of like trying to fit in and you basically devalue yourself just to validate yourself Correct. in other people's eyes yes. and that's that's the most it's sad actually it's not even I wouldn't even say it's it, like I wouldn't say it's dumb it's just sad and, and like you know a prime example for me and you know, I've I've kind of touched on this. Like when I was in school, um, schools are good. Schools are usually a pretty good place to go back to. I feel like everyone can honestly relate. Middle school, especially, was the years where most people can say that that is where they were constantly. Like they were, my dad calls it, "You're a tree. Mm -hmm. You're just swaying. You are not. You're you're just going with the flow. You're not staying rooted in yourself, being you." Yeah. yeah, so um, just basically like when I was in high school, right, um, I went to um, a predominantly white school. And one of the things that was an ongoing joke, you know, about me is that, yo, you are the whitest black guy I have ever heard. And so in my head, I'm just like, how much does it take this? Is this okay? And then so I try to laugh it off because I don't want them to, you know, because, well, two reasons why. Like, one, I don't want them to take it any further because if we don't laugh, then people just run with it. And then they're like, oh, this is a sensitive subject for them. So let's, you know, keep poking at this and keep poking at it. And then, you know, I start to make jokes on my own behalf, like, de like demeaning myself just so that way I can fit in with, you know, these kids. And it's just going back to, like, that, that time period. It's just, like, it's sad because you lose a sense of self when you're trying to, you know, validate your value through the eyes of the people around you, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm so I'm so thankful. Like you know, I, whether somebody says I'm hard, like hard-headed, or whether somebody says I'm difficult, or whether somebody says that, um, you know, I'm I'm stuck in my own ways. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Like I'm okay with that now because there's a, a certain level of comfort I have knowing that. I value what I think more than what other people think about myself. Well, it's kind of like when people say, and you could probably, it's weird. Well, I think we both can say this now. It's weird. You get past a certain age. I think uh, some for some people, the threshold is a little different. For me personally, I've, I think I've never really been interested in being in the college party life that you have to be like everybody else kind of, kind of dude. I've always kind of been my own guy, but... For a time period through middle school, high school, that's where I spent most of my time trying to fit in. You know, you're trying to find a cliche. A cliche. It's kind of like finding a degree, a degree to chase after somebody. Dude, you, I think, I'm pretty sure you said you ripped your pants or you cut your, your jeans or something so that oh, way you could fit in. Oh, yeah. This yeah. was when I was in sixth grade. So there's a thing called, uh, they're called high waters. And I remember in sixth grade, my mom was like, you know, I, I came home. I told my mom, I said, I need a complete wardrobe switch out. She's like, what do you mean? And she's like, what, what's wrong with your pants? And I said, well, number one, these high waters cannot be a thing. 
because in my mind, I will tell you, I remember in Germany, I would wear sandals, like striped socks with sandals and like a t-shirt. It's got like a boat and a sailor on it or something like with striped shirts and like jeans, like <laughs> high waters. That was like, you, you dressed abnormally in Europe. It's just how they are. And they don't, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really care. You don't think about it. But I remember coming over here and the minute I was wearing those high waters and I was wearing a pair of sandals, I, I got laughed at. And I was like... They called them, uh, what did they call me? There wasn't high waters. They called them, um, there was another name for those pants, but they kept calling me that. Caprice. No, they're calling, it's like, it's, you wear those so that you don't get in the, like when the, you're in the water, it doesn't touch the, the water. I thought well, it was a Caprice. Water. No, same difference, I guess. Same yeah, I thought, a I, th I thought it was Caprice, but... Yeah. I don't think they're the same thing. But yeah, I did, I cut them off to blend in like shorts, and my mom was livid with me because I cut... A very good pair of pants like to the knee so it looked like i look like a freaking pirate you know like they have the jig jaggy like zigzaggy <laughs> i remember that so yeah there that was an instance and i feel like as i've gotten older there's a saying that a lot of us older folks and i say joint i'm saying this because in my mind i'm sorry I, the community called and said your application has been rejected older folks will not be accepting you <laughs> at this time Finn, go back to your lane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Most people that get past a certain threshold, and like I said, it's, results may vary. Everyone's different. My threshold, I feel like, was when I was 17, I realized I didn't want to live this college life that everybody lives, right? That's, that was the number one. I've always been a little different, and I think that's the best part of who I am is that I've realized that this is the saying that everyone says, you learn to stop caring what other people think or say. It doesn't matter. And my dad used to tell me it's sometimes it's better to not know what other people are thinking or saying because just like you, you don't want to share everything with people because it, it, it puts you in a position of vulnerability and people can actually use that towards against you. And we were, I think we were talking about this, or Cassandra and I were talking about this, that success, when people start to notice in your circle, right, a lot of times why people get upset while you're going <laughs> against the norm, first of all, going against the norm is a, is a personal choice. You going to travel, check this out. It has become prevalent now. Everybody's traveling. Everyone enjoys traveling. They're saying, but traveling. I, I just want to point out again, I started doing it before it became like this like thing. cool thing. Or like Shiba Inu, Coinbase. Again, we talked about this earlier. I jumped in late, but it was something that everyone jumped in at when it was nothing. And now yeah. it's something and it's made it you profiting, right? It's you you did something that once was just uh, a, you know, just a starter with a trial and error yeah, kind of, of thing. Course, like, yeah. oh, we'll just get some travel nurses. You know, we have a quote for this many people that we can do. But now it's like everybody's traveling. And you got into it before, you know, everyone even made it a, as a normal thing to go to an agency one day to work a regular, regular job another. So um, I guess for me, it's that learning to not give a flip what other people think. It's going against the norm. Now, is there a struggle in your life that you feel like you've been through that has made you, I don't want to say struggle. Is it struggle? Struggle. Is there something that you've been through or someone you've dealt with that has made you respect them now? Like that has given you the perspective, like even though they're not going to see you for eye for eye or still to this day doesn't see that even though you're successful, you're so growing. You mean as in like somebody who doesn't necessarily see my dream, but um, 
Okay, so I guess the way that I'm saying this, I feel like some people still deal with people in their life from like high school uh-huh. that look at you still today and go, oh, and still try to jab you, to steer you and ridicule you for what you're doing. Like right now with our podcast, we mm-hmm. got jabbed last year for a lot of stuff. And it's like, okay, who cares? I guess it's a, it's a little bit of an extensive question. It's a loaded question because... There are people in my life that still, and it doesn't right now. That's not the point. But people still will follow you to try to figure out can they get you to slow down. I don't know why people are so treacherous about it. But do you feel like, or do you know anybody, or in the back of your mind, in the top of your head, that you feel like you've encountered before that still to this day, or maybe even the recent years, has still kind of been the loud noise trying to. I guess shun you or to ridicule you because you're doing really well with being a nurse, doing really well because you're actually financially stable, that you're actually on here doing a podcast and you're reading and you're, you drop the significant weight that you've had, the people that used to make fun of you for being overweight. Like, are there people that you look back on and still try to kind of pull you down? Or have you just kind of said, screw it, I don't care what you think? Um, so I, I guess there's two things that kind of come into play. Um, I guess it's one of those things where, um, so far, like when I was, when I was younger and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get into nursing and I want to do this and I'm going to do this. Right. I did hear a lot of like, you know, negative feedback and I heard a lot of people say, you know, things, but you know, my, my job wasn't to please them. It was Mm -hmm. to prove to myself that I could do something of value. Because that's what it really became um, about. It, it wasn't just like, all right, this is just a goal. It became something to prove, you know, who am I? Like, what am I capable of? And at least in my mind, I'm, I feel like I'm just capable of anything. And I've done it on so many different small scales. And now it's time to start working on a big scale. Like, just to show, like, hey, I can do anything and you know obviously with with the blessing of god and you know allowing just like presenting me with good opportunities and good situations to learn to meet the right person and just to be able to stay consistent that's that's huge yeah and um I, i think that that's something that now instead of valuing what other people say about about me I value the fact that, hey, God, this is a new obstacle. I can accomplish this. I'm sure I can. But I know that I can if I have you. And just kind of just knowing that in that storm, no matter what happens, what I'm doing here is just for the honor and glory of God. So it's just kind of like, all right, it's the it goes past me. It's not just, it doesn't just stop with me. Like, this is more than me. This is, you know us leaving a positive thumbprint and being the instruments that God always intended for us to be to the world. It's such a phenomenal, I mean, it's phenomenal to think about. Like God has actually given us the ability to, he has sourced us with the gifts and the talents to be able to accomplish a mission. I mean, it's, 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 I think it's Philippians 4.13, I think that you're, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And so and what I'm hearing is is that the source of God, God is God is the almighty God. He's the almighty source of everything that we do. You know, and I don't judge people who don't have, you know, believe in God, but I think that the number one thing for us right now, even here just alone in the podcast, is realizing that, you know, we started with nobody. 
really listening to us. Five people, seven people, and that's not no. That was before we had zero people. Then we jumped up to seven, and we stayed at seven to eight people. Finn might not be thankful for the seven people, but I love those seven people. No, that's so, not what I said. I'm just messing. I'm just messing with you. I'm, I'm thankful for the zero because if we didn't have zero people, could you imagine had we given up and quit that week? I mean, if we, yeah. if we we had zero people the first week and we had nobody, we started with nobody. So, this is and this is something like uh, I, I like. I love all you I've, seven people who started off with yeah. us. There's there's no hate. There's Shout out to love. B, you know, uh, Bianca. She's been she's been on she's Podbean, Podbean whatever day from day one. So like, shout out to her. That's pretty dope. Um, uh, but uh, uh, just kind of building on like what we're doing, what we're sent here to do on Earth, right? We're sent here to find our purpose. And once you find your purpose, it is your job, it's your duty to provide that service for the world. Because that's how you live the best you. It's what you can give to other people. It's not necessarily what you can receive in return. It's being the best person to you is being able to give. And as a, um, I guess as a byproduct of giving, you receive in return. But you don't ever do it in, in for like, all right, well, I'm going to do this and do this for this person in, in hopes that, you know, X, Y, and Z happen. You just give and you just, like, give, 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 give. And then eventually, God has a way of just like, all right, it's just full circle. And so, like, whenever I come up with a goal or something like that, I don't even listen to peers anymore because I know that my purpose is larger than them. It is God and it's my family. Because we're trying to create not only... Um, not only a stream of in, like income or to create a field where you're really passionate about and you can work in, it's also transcending. It's life changing. It's just something that is going to be fruit to people that are left behind to hear it. Like this is a hundred years down the line. I, I would love for people to say, "Man, hey, I, I stumbled upon this old podcast, and these guys used to use get this Apple iPhones, like the Apple iPhone 14 or 13." And it's probably be like, you know, Apple it won't even be Apple. 79 like, or no, something. No, it won't even be Apple. It'll be like, <laughs> it'll be like cherry or pear or something. Or... Who knows? But, like, the main thing is just to know that, like, what you're doing here is meant, you, you're doing, you're living a life of purpose. And it's bigger than what you want and what you're currently facing. I agree. There's something that I wrote down the other day, and I actually put it on my digital marketing website. And it says, surround yourself with go-getters who talk about goals, ideas, and visions, not the other people. I feel like a lot of times, like a lot of things right now, what pushed me to really go forward with my book and go forward with this digital marketing, like I legitimately have people actually waiting right now to be, I have a meeting tomorrow uh, to do consultation with someone to set up their website and build their brand. Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about that stuff, right? Like you said, we're here for a purpose. And if we're here for purpose, then we also have to understand that people don't understand, they're never gonna understand your dreams and goals. They're not supposed to, and it's okay that they don't. We un unfortunately get un uh, frustrated. We get frustrated when we have these people shouting out and saying and they're loud and they're noisy. Sometimes you just need to turn on the mute button. Well, and that's what's interesting. The mute button is a very unique symbol. You have the volume button, the power button, and then you also have the mute button. Powering something off isn't going to really change the situation too much. I mean, you're just shutting it down completely. Turning the volume up and down is more of controlling the situation, but muting is that you can block it off 
and it's just one press, the stuff can still be going on, but you're going on with your day. Yeah. Volume changing, you have to stop what you're doing, adjust the volume, press it up and down. It's still noise, it's still there. But when you mute something, people will still be present, okay? Take this and write this down. People will still be present, okay? People will still be present when you're mute, when they're muted, meaning you can block them off, you can just ignore them. And I'm not saying that to be mean, but when you are going forward, sometimes you need to do that. It's like you've given an analogy or an example in nursing school. You have to take things that you study, like all this stuff I'm doing now, and you've given me this example, anatomy, physiology. Yes, they're foundational, but you have to make room in your brain, metaphorically speaking, for the nursing material. Because if you have everything up here, you're not going to have space. We only get so many gigabytes on a phone. In order for you to keep those gigabytes, you got to clear space. If you can clear the space off your phone, you'll make more room. That's why if you notice your phone, if you ever look in your iPhone and go to your settings and you actually look and see how much storage you have, look at how much storage you have. Next time you're on your phone, check it out. Seriously, look at how much of your, I bet you most people have photos and apps and stuff really taking up majority of the space. And if you think about some of those apps that you don't use, get rid of them, delete them, take them off your phone. You don't need them. They're taking up space. And sometimes... And this is me getting into it. I'm getting into the feel. I feel this. I'm feeling something right here, and I'm sharing this because I need this to be heard. People in your life are going to take up space. They're going to have some sort of value, whether they're teaching you to not spend time with people that are negative or mean or disruptive, or it is the people that are in your in your life, like the settings, the Apple required apps, like your mail, your photos, the weather. All those come with the iPhone. Just like you come on this earth with gifts and talents and you come with people in your life that you meet across the way that are going to be productive, like the podcast app, guys, Spotify, so you guys can listen to Adler and I. You can, you can go to the Safari app or you, you know, look us up online and follow us on our, follow along with us on our website. And with the Safari app and Google, you're able to follow along with our coffee journey. So, I mean, these are tools that you come around the world or come along your path just like the people – that are going to be productive, not, you know, not, uh, what's the word? Not productive. I was on a, I was on a roll here. Not productive, but not anti, I guess anti-productive if, if for lack of better terms. Yeah. But I'm sorry, I was on a well, roll there and I just no. needed to spill that out like a, like a, like a couple of coffee beans. You kind of touched on something. You, you said that, um, you have to block out, you have to mute and, you know, people will be in, in your life and they, um, might be muted, but they're still present. And the other thing that I would say in order to, like, I don't really necessarily give much credence now to uh, how um, what other people perceive me, you know, largely because I told you I live my life, like, because I know it's bigger than me. There's a purpose I got. Yeah, like, sure. But also, that's another thing that helped was you definitely have people around you that, like, um, set you on fire or, or that keep you, like, blazing. And I changed the circle. Like, that's really what it was. Like, I stopped hanging out with certain individuals, and then I kind of changed the circle. And now it's to the point where I hang out with so many different, like, motivated go-getters. It's like, hey, when I hear them say their dream, I'm like, all right, I'm motivated to, you know, chase after mine. And then, you know, I tell them vice versa. And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get after mine, too. And then now it's like this this group of people who are desiring self-growth, desiring progress, desiring to be all around the better version of themselves. So now you have that opportunity to do what you need to do 
but you also have amazing people surrounding you because they're in their own race themselves. Well, 90% of people are not going to leave your circle. It's you that has to leave the circle. A lot of times we get so comfortable. It's like relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in a relationship for five, 10 years and things are not going very well. It's usually very difficult to get out of because you've invested so much. You've put so much time and love and energy into it. So you're afraid to lose all that because it does leave a significant dent. But sometimes that dent is actually important for you to allow. Think about it. You have a hole. That hole allow. There's naturally, biologically, that when there's a high pressure and low pressure system, things in a high pressure want to go into a low pressure. Mm-hmm. So when you have a hole or a dent in a situation, whether it's your life, whether it's you dropped out of high school, dropped out of college, a terrible relationship, lost your job, you know, whatever the case may be, stay on your quote, stay on your line. Uh, it comes down to you have to be the person that sometimes has to pull out. If you don't pull out, you're not changing. I had a, I had a, a buddy of mine the other day, a couple, actually a couple weeks ago, say that he doesn't like to change. And I said, no, why do you not like to change? And he's been saying that for five, ten years. And I'm like, you still say the same thing. And I don't really spend time with them because him and another buddy from when we grew up because – and I know this is kind of a tangent situation here. But I'm adding this because it's super, super crucial. I want you to almost take a tree, for example. A tree is like the world and or you or just in general your situation. Leaves come and go. Leaves fall off the tree. Leaves regrow on the tree. Yeah. A new leaf can't grow where a dead leaf is. And I'm not saying – it can be a bit harsh, but truthfully and honestly, I'm saying this because the reality of it is is that there's some people that are just going to pull you down and people are not going to understand why you're moving forward. There's another quote that I, I've mentioned before is um, hustle until your haters ask if you're hiring because someday people will realize that being in, in, in the miserable miserable miser, misery does not love company and, and success does not love misery. Excuse me. You're, you're good. You all right? Yeah. All right. So with that being said, you know, people that are successful, they're not going to wait around for somebody to figure out when they're going to get a haircut, get a real job, and get out and stop being lazy. Being lazy is an excuse for you because, again, you're capable of getting up out of bed and going out. You are able to go out and seek the dreams and goals. Listen, I'm if, if anybody wants to hear something, I'm the kid that wasn't supposed to make it. All right, I made a lot of very bad choices. I disrespected. I I did a. I did much more than disrespected. I was intentional about trying to cause as much hate as possible towards my parents, so that they could essentially. And this is this is very raw, but I did not trust that they were going to keep me, you know, and love me. But they did, and because they did, I turned out to be a pretty good, decent kid. You know, growing up, and I listened, and I realized, holy smokes. Life is way more. I used to be that negative guy. I was that guy you didn't want to be around. Okay? And so I can come to a relative point that I used to be super intimidated and I would bash people and I would ridicule and I would shun people for going forward. I know it sounds crazy because now I'm on the other side of the spectrum where I'm now seeing that and I'm trying to help underdogs find their way. And that's what we do here at The Best Nation. We want to help people find themselves helping you understand that everybody to a certain degree has a little bit of of that shunning approach to things and has that moment where they ridicule someone because we are uncomfortable when others are growing it's 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 growing pains we get uncomfortable when other people are moving up and moving around it's like wait we started at the same school we all were in the same grade but now Adler is at 
you know, his net worth is X, Y, Z, and 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 this guy's. It's just like if you look at financials, you look at the the the. the the abundance of life, and I know that sounds really weird, and I say that, but because people look back and they go, "Well, we started at the same place," but then you break it down and you look at Adler, you look at yourself, Adler, and you say, "How much work did you put into nursing school? How much work you put through a relationship that was toxic, but still you made your way through nursing school? All the work that you put in to lose the weight that you did, and now you're fit. You've done 75 hard. You're constantly working out. You have a whole program. So, guys." Make sure to do this. Do it for me, please. Follow 24 hours in a day. 24-H-R-S-I-N-A-D-A-Y. Follow Adler. You want to follow a life coach in the making, a physical fitness coach in the making. I mean, he's there. He's got it. But let me tell you guys something. Adler, I love your story. I love what you're doing. You know, you go beyond what we're talking about today. There's so many different things we're going to be talking about. I know I'm on a whole rampage, but I feel like this is an open door to just to be vulnerable to a certain extent. Okay. You are a prime example of what it's like <clears throat> to show people that you can go above and beyond your own expectations. I think you shock yourself sometimes yourself, and you don't give yourself credit for that. I do that too. But successful people don't use the word I. They use the word we. They use words that are that are with with others. And I think when you look yourself, sometimes you go, holy smokes, I did this. We've got a podcast that we're doing. We, we have a coffee company that we see how we say we. And I feel like the we part is the people that you said are in your circle. You've had to regrow a circle. You had to reorient your, you know, your, your, your people that are in your corner. I know I'm on a rampage, man. I'm sorry. I just no. I feel like there's so much power in this conversation because so many people, unfortunately, even in my and we talked about generations last week, and it's so hard to see a lot of these young people. They don't seem to actually well, find that value so themselves I'm, to I'm, move forward. I'm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate because okay. uh, I, I I also had because um, we last week we had the episode of back in my day, right? I had somebody pull me off to the side, and actually, we kind of went back and forth for a little bit. A very healthy communication. Um, her whole thing was, um, it's not, exactly it's not about. fair to say or to label somebody who's younger or in that generation lazy. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and so she, she was just like, I don't think it's fair for you to say that. But what you need to understand is that everybody has their own journey. And she was absolutely correct because at the end of the day, you have to be mentally prepared or mentally ready in order for you to get to that next step. So, like, meaning, like, for example, there's a kid that I went to high school with. Shout out to Jeff Hero. Um, uh, this kid, he was, uh, you know, he comes from a really, you know, well-rounded background and stuff. Um, his grandfather or great-grandfather helped um, was a lawyer and helped like create like the laws and stuff for Daytona Beach and stuff. That's what he cool. told me. Cool. Um, so he had a lot of knowledge in like finances and stuff like that. Knowledge that I didn't get, right? And at 18 years old, uh, this this kid is telling me about like finances and investing in like property, investing in stock market, investing in all these things. And I'm just like, I don't have money. Like, how do you? <laughs> How do you expect me to do this? And he's just like, no, you got to make it work for you. You got to make it work for you. That same message, fast forward 12 years later, was the same message that I heard again, but a little bit older. But this time, the light bulb went off. Mm -hmm. It made sense. 
I said, oh, I get it now. This is what he was trying to say. But I was 18 and I didn't have that um, growth in me in order to receive that information. And that's the difference between information, right? Information is only a weapon when it's applied. Information given to the wrong person is just a dud. It's like... Uh, uh, you you seen? I'm not sure if you've seen um, Loki, right? The show. Yeah, but I know who Loki's. I haven't watched the show. Okay, so that's Thor's brother. This is show, and and brother. this is spoiler alert. I apologize if anyone hasn't watched it, and apologize to you in advance. Thanos, the whole entire movie is trying to get the gauntlet and all the Infinity Stones. So you would say the Infinity Stones are important. They're valuable, they right? They made a show based on it? I know that was from the movie. They made a show based okay. off it. It's on Disney Plus. It's really good. I'll give you my information. You can you and um Cassandra can you know check it out. But um the, the Infinity Stones are pivotal in the whole entire movie, right? right. Would you say that? Mm-hmm. And they're very powerful. Would you say that? Oh yeah. Right? So in Loki, they're part of like some TVA, it's like a time like bureau in order they can travel back and forth in time. To them, those those Infinity Stones are nothing more than worth paperweights, meaning that they just put it down on papers like little rocks, like just to hold down because they're worthless in their in in um, their universe. So, information when it's not applied is a weapon. Information when you just have it and it's like I really don't really understand what I got here, so I'm gonna just place it as a paperweight. So, like that's something that you you you've, you've got to understand. And I'll give her to her credit. She said that young, younger individuals, when they are taught or shown something better, then they can make the adjustments and then learn and grow in the same way that you grew. But you have to give them the opportunity in order to receive the lesson. And I was like, okay, you're right. And now I'm trying to play devil's advocate. You know, um, I'm not going to try to discount anybody from Generation Z or... Why or I'm not sure which one we're on. Whatever it is, um, Generation Z. 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 Right? Z. Right? Yeah, I'm not discounting them at all because at the end of the day, you guys are super valuable and you guys are the future. So um, I'm hoping and praying that like you guys can learn as much information as you possibly can, and you know eventually just be able to, you know, be a light and be successful in your own right. Um, I think that from generation to generation, though, we were mm-hmm. all the once the Gen Z. I mean, baby boomers look at us like we're crazy. They think that doing digital marketing is like, where's the white, where's the blue collar work? Like, they're looking at us like, huh? But at the end of the day, it's like, I think it's like that transition from going from middle school to high school. In the middle school, you're in eighth grade, you're at the top of the food chain. Then you get to high school, you're back at the bottom of the food chain. I think that from generation to generation, one day, being a Generation Z guy or whatever, what am I, X, Y, I don't even know which one I'm at. Z. Yeah, part of Z. There's going to be Generation Pi, 3.14, and they're going to be the ones that are going to be looking at us like, <laughs> we're going to be the new baby boomers someday. We're going to be, I don't know what I was talking about. Pi, I don't get it. Yeah. I just, you I, to, I have to throw one in there. I always <laughs> have one that I have to throw in there. But all in all, man, I think uh, when we look at everything, from the long haul, long term, everything that we're doing, everything that we've come across, and all the people that we're reaching out to, right? We're we're hoping that you guys will find a level of your own value, recognizing your value. I'm learning that very ever so slyly with even 
putting a price tag on my work for digital marketing. It's the hardest thing. The hardest thing that I've had to do these last couple of weeks was putting a number to my work. I've been doing it for free. I've been doing it for zero dollars. Been doing it with hours. I mean, honestly, many, many hours. Mm-hmm. With that being said, guys, it's been quite a thought-provoking conversation. I would say it's been well. And uh, if there's legit. if there's anything that we, if there's one thing that you guys can take away, and at least this is me, I hope that you take away from this this whole entire episode is that sometimes like trying to judge your life through the eyes of your peers will drive you mad and unhappy and insane. But living your life with purpose and following your calling, that will give you such a reward that's it's immeasurable and it's unimaginable. So instead of being too afraid to do something because your peers said otherwise, go out and try it. Go out and do it. Go out and seek it. And just look into it because you owe yourself that much in order to live a life that's completely fulfilled. That's right. Well, with that being said, guys, thank you so much again for tuning in with us today. Uh, we hope that today was a little bit of additional dosage of motivation to everything else that we're doing. Also, on our personal Instagram pages, you, like I said earlier today, you can follow Adler on his Instagram page at 24 hours in a day, 24HRSIN. A D A Y. I always forget that freaking yeah, A. That's cool. And you can follow me personally on the Finn Foster. I would highly re- recommend following us at the Best U Nation. The Best sure. U Nation. We're also going to be on TikTok soon. Ooh. So look forward to that, guys. Um, and most importantly, thank you for tuning in with us. And we hope that you guys have an absolute blessed week. That's right. We're out.